Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. This is your host, Light Lightfinger Thief, and here I'm joined by Logar. Hello, I am Logar, the Barbarian. Logar, we've been traveling together for a long, long time in this campaign. <laughs> well, the Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea campaign hit year three this year, so we've been doing that one for the last three years. Um, since before the pandemic started, that one started right before the pandemic. So, so that one's we've been running through all of this year, 2022. We've done, I think we started a MCC campaign mm-hmm. this year as well, too. It wrapped up that DCC we had done. We yeah. were doing dungeon crawl classics we started last year, and uh, there were a few things I wanted to run this year that I haven't gotten around to running, but there's a few things I wanted to run that I have gotten around to run too. <laughs> so, right now, you are doing your CNC Castles and Crusades campaign, that's a regular. Yep. We yep. did some uh, one shots with uh, Limit of Horror for the uh, Halloween campaign. And then I'm trying to think what other ones we've we played. We played Twilight 2000 again as well. Yeah, we played we Twilight played, 2000. And we also we played Cairn, Nave. Oh, yeah. I got to we got to run a little bit of Nave this year, too. I really, I'll tell you what, I really like Nave. It's a really good game. <laughs> I'm impressed. Uh, yeah, I'll just leave it there with Nave. I, if you don't have a copy of Nave or some sort, go out to the internet, find it, pick it up. I found it really great. When my CNC game group, we had a had a week where not many showed up. It was a great game to pull out and just play a one shot with with a few people. And uh, yeah, I, Nave is a, Nave is a good little easy quick start. It is, yep. It's good. I'm a fan. So let's see. You also did a test run of your Hobo's Guide adventure as well, too. We did some Hobo's Guide test runs. Oh, we got. I, I think I'm, I'm hoping to do a lot more uh, in this coming year with testing out and and running Hobo's Guide. Um, I so think one other... of the thing was adjusting some of the adventures there. <laughs> so what other what other highlights did you have for 2022 and the games you played or the things that you learned about? Well, we wrapped up our Rifts campaign, kind of. like We brought that to an end. I, I'd like to get back to playing more of that in the future, but for now, it's when we... I did a big move this last year, at the beginning of the year, in the spring, and I was like, okay, when we move to the new place, we're going we're gonna to transition over to the CNC campaign. And that's when we did uh, our collaborative world building and whatnot and made this whole world that we're playing in now. So that was a neat experience doing the collaborative world building and having to adjust what I planned for the campaign based on what the the players came up with. Um, I'd say I learned a lot new there and it's helpful. Uh, I've also pushed me to have to be a little more creative and not lean on some of the things that I normally would jump to running a campaign or plotting my own. (laughs) Yep. Yep. So what other games have we played that you've enjoyed this past year in 2022? One of the things that I discovered that I'm really excited about, we played a one shot of is liminal horror. That's the, that's one of the newest things this year that that's kind of come across our, our eyes. And there's some really good stuff. Go check out. We did a few reviews of some of the stuff. I think we're still, I did get actually, we're rewinding back to the beginning of 2022. I got a few chances to run mothership. And I ran uh, little one shots using the pound of flesh. Now, I would pound of flesh is not ideal for a one shot. No, pound of flesh <laughs> is, is not set up for a one shot. It's too 
too vast. <laughs> but it's easy to grab a one shot and make a one shot out of some of the stuff there because there's so much to work with. You could eat. It's just it, it's a good module. Now, I don't know. I think there's a 1E edition that's going to be out or is out of it. I don't uh, know the difference between. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I think we're still waiting for the Mothership box set. So that's something that we're all looking forward to. Yeah, we're looking forward to that Mothership box set. I can't wait to get that in and see how things go with that. I'm I'm wanting to pick up some more Mothership stuff. I've really got that sci-fi itch. This this 2023, I'm hoping I can get something sci-fi off the ground really bad. Well, you know, we've been playing a lot of uh, traditional fantasy uh, yeah. <laughs> games of late, so I think what we have lined up for 2023, at least within our own private gaming group, is some more science fiction. Mm-hmm. So I think... Um, one of our players is going to try to run like a cyborg or a cyberpunk game with the workbook system. So I think that's on our list. That cyborg that was put out by free league. Wasn't it? That's one of free leagues yeah. publications. Yeah. Free league from workbook. I haven't picked it up yet. I, I probably should, but really I just don't have the funds to, to especially this is the time of year. I have zero money because I'm trying to have make a holiday happen for kids. Yeah. So, um, so I think we'll have some cyberpunk games that we'll be playing in the upcoming year. Um, I know you want to do some type of, you know, potentially, a, I don't know if it's going to be a Coriolis or GURPS type of science fiction campaign. I want to do both at some point in time. I do want to run the Coriolis campaign. I don't know when and where and how. I'd rather do Coriolis definitely in person. Um, GURPS, I could go online or in person with, I feel. I want to do GURPS really bad. Um, yeah, that's all there is to it. I, I really want to run a GURPS campaign. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I've been talking about doing some type of weird West campaign. I haven't decided which system yet because we've got Haunted West, which I think you've interviewed uh, the creator of from Dr. Hughes. Yeah, from Dr. Hughes Studios. Yeah, he's cool. Really? I, I'd like to I'd like to pay his game just because I appreciate him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It, 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 it. This game is, is on our list, or we might do like a Call of Cthulhu Down Darker Trails, or maybe some type of uh, weird Haunted Frontier, which is more of a DCC uh, base mechanic. So, you know, we'll we'll see for the upcoming year, but I think that'll be in our mix as well, too. No, I think the first time I ever saw any kind of like Wild West, uh, strange haunted stuff was when Deadlands uh, was the first one I saw. Yeah, like Deadlands that, that came out. That was, that was a while ago, but <laughs> now there's quite a few options. For weird West type of campaigns, um, I don't. We did... I think that Deadlands is just so. As I understand, I think Deadlands the system was just kind of like mo- reworked and became Savage Worlds. Is that correct? Um, I think the only Deadlands stuff is out for Savage Worlds. It's now, only out for I'm Savage Worlds. Yeah, yeah, no, it's only for Savage Worlds system. So I know we tried to do a play by post with Cthulhu Hack. I think yes. it was this year as well I... too. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. I was very confused doing play by post. I mean, that was a, I was, that was trying a... to scroll through and read and figure out what to do. I was, I found it a little confusing. Yeah, I mean that that, that was a an experiment for our group. So you know, we tried it out. It was uh, hard to keep up with everybody uh, in that play by post. So that's why we uh, you know stopped it. But you know, maybe in the future, it's something that we'll try again. Yeah, I would be interested in trying again. I guess I got to figure out. I think that I would find it easier. And now here's the thing that will make it harder, too. Um, if if you did, like, dungeon, how you dungeon, you do rounds, and everybody takes a round, and what are you doing now? I would find that easier to keep up with than what we were doing. Um, but it also would take longer because you'd have to wait for everybody to reply in that round and or turn. Right, yeah. So I think <laughs> that's, a, that's a balancing act. You know, some, some, some folks might be on their phone closer to their phone. So mm-hmm. 
and then other folks might be checking it like once a day. So it's a balance. Yeah. And I have a hard time getting to uh, digital and internet stuff uh, a lot of times during day. Sometimes on my phone, I can check it a little easier, like when I go to smoke and whatnot, but a little less accessible for me is the <laughs> webs during the day sometimes. Well, yeah, during the day, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm at the <laughs> office as well, too. So I'm not able to keep up with that. So, but, you know, an, an experiment that we tried for, for a group and something maybe we'll revisit in the future. And there are a lot of really uh, cool stuff that I was excited for came out this year as well. I think that me and uh, and, and Gary over at Dyke, who did a kind of a year-end award thing where we talked about what we're looking forward to and what we're going to be, uh, what, what our favorites were for the year and stuff like that. Um, I, 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 there's a lot of cool, so I got this year, we got the Hyperborea 3rd Edition delivered. Yep, got that. Castles and Crusades put out the new printing of their core books, which was really good. Yeah, so I didn't, I didn't get that one because the content was very similar. Yeah, I mean it's the same content. Uh, yeah, it, it is. Now there's a lot of stuff that I also backed on crowdfunding this year that I am excited for still coming out. Uh, I got my Into the Odd from Free League this year that I backed. <laughs> that real yeah. nice new print. I didn't pick up um, Bashland still. Oh yeah, I need to get Bastion Land too. I don't have a copy of it. It's no. sixty bucks. I need to get a copy of. It. I need to figure. It. I need yeah. At some point in time, and it's it, usually when I had the money for it, like oh, I could get a sixty dollar book. It was out of print. <laughs> so oh, it's, it's back in print. So you and I should talk uh, that because I'm gonna place an order on Exalted here pretty soon. So yeah, I'm gonna have to come up with some so, uh, some Bastion Land money. <laughs> are you are you wanting to run that? Um, I need to read through it, but I'd be interested in either playing it or running it because I think the the vibe is quite interesting. That's why yeah. I'm interested in uh, doing it. Into the odd, I'd also like to just run a straight up into the odd game too because we haven't like I've been running a lot of stuff that's like we've been dabbling in stuff that's derivative of it that's like influenced by it, but we haven't actually ran like into the odd or Bastion Land at this point. So I feel no. like those are ones we need to try like probably try to check out. Yeah. So in terms of some of the other stuff that delivered this year, I got the uh, you know Free League's uh, Blade Runner. Oh uh, yeah, box I, set, so I so, so I got that one. I'd like to get the Blade Runner stuff. I that's I did not back it. I figured Free League's big enough that I can pick their stuff up at Yoda Quest here in Cincinnati or one of the other shops because they tend to get their stuff in stock at game stores. Where a lot of the zines and stuff that I'm more interested in tends to not get put in stock at the local game store. So there's things I like to buy at our local game store. And then a lot of the stuff that I buy is not really available at the local game store. So I buy it from, you know, the creator or wherever it's available. Like. Yeah. But uh, another one that was interesting running since we we're talking about in, in the odd was the, uh, was ultraviolet wastelands. I think it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ultraviolet wastelands is, is great. We talk, spoke to him, uh, Luca, uh, Reyes uh, here on the podcast. I, it's, I actually, I didn't run it, but I did uh, yank stuff from it when I was running rifts. Oh, and okay. I liked, I felt that it, it fit my rifts campaign, some of the stuff in there. Uh, yeah, I really like what's in there. It's got some good ideas. It's, yep. it's fresh, it's new, it, it, it's neat. And and whatever's happening here in this realm of like uh, games that are coming out with things like Ultraviolet, uh, Grasslands, and... Uh, bastion land and whatnot i like the new and innovative stuff that comes out that's 
not my traditional D&D, not the traditional fantasy. It's easy to run and easy to catch on how to play. I appreciate that. It, it's it's where I feel like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm into old school games and a large reason of that is because I know the rules, but I also don't want to like, like I want new fresh things. I want innovative things <laughs> and it's, I see it coming out and, and some of the most, when I'd say cutting edge game stuff, I see happening around there right now. Yeah, you know, for example, with um, that into the odd system, we know we played Nave and Karen, which are derivatives. We've mm-hmm. reviewed Running Out of Time by Diogo, as oh, well yeah. as, you know, we're talking about also trying out, what was it, Screams Amongst the Stars, I think it was called, was the other yes. one that Diogo did? Yes. With the same yeah. same base system as well, too. So I think both of those we want to try in the future as well. Now, those are, are those based on Karen, or am I am I incorrect on that, remembering that properly? They are. They, they are. are. They are yeah, it's a, you know the three attribute system, hit protection, and then t- taking damage into your strength and your. Uh... Yeah, and the character sheets are pretty pretty uh, simple. It, yep. it, it doesn't take a lot to get a character going. I I like this approach. My now, when I ran Nave, I'll say this: my players really got into it, and it was a group of players who are not as I guess. Um, invested into role-playing games that play like they're not folks that are out there buying role-playing game books for the most part they have they own dice because they play with us <laughs> they're not going to research the games or, or spend a lot of time reading the book and there's a lot of players out there like that those players specifically really really had lots of positive things to say a about the character creation because i know one of those players complains a lot about the character creation they enjoyed it it was quick it was not painful so, yeah, there's a I, I think there's a lot to say about being able to roll up a character that quick and easy for a role playing game. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I'm not a big fan of character creation for the crunchier systems because, you know, when, you, when we were younger, we had plenty of free time to be able to do that. But now that we're older, I don't have the patience or time to go through character creation for one shots. So, well, that's one of the difficulties I've had in running Palladium games is there's not much for pre-made stats to work with. You kind of got to roll up everything on your own. So one of the reasons I kind of wanted to switch up what I'm playing to C&C is because I don't have like just a monster manual and some random rogues gallery. I could just pull out stats for characters and monsters with. You got to make it up ahead of time. And that's a lot more preparation for game as opposed to like castles and crusades. <laughs> now we did play, you know, um OSE quite a bit this year as well too. So Oh yes. You know, OSE is also one of our um uh, you know, favorite <laughs> fantasy systems cuz it's very easy to pick up, very easy to run. We played uh, a sort of Dolem Wood-ish campaign uh with with John at the beginning of the year. I think we wrapped it up, but then we also I've been running OSE uh as well in the Lost Lands. Um, we've been kind of stuck in the same dungeon, but I think the next ep- session is going to go start getting a little more interesting and a little more crazy places. Uh, is hopefully. this uh, <laughs> different, different than your CNC campaign? Yeah, this is the OSE Lost Lands one that I've been running. Oh, which is that uh, online? That's one the one. That- yeah, that's online. That's the one we did a well, we did a half hour episode about it, but I don't think I've published it yet. Remember oh, okay. when we <laughs> I think it might end up going on the Patreon or something eventually, depending on where it fits. Or it might just go up uh, yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
So I'm trying, I'm trying to think. So mostly fantasy games this past year, but obviously moving to the new year, we'll look to get into some other genres beyond the fantasy. Here's here's I've got this itch at the turn of the year, uh, the turn of the year this year. I've got Coriolis has definitely not left that itch, but I have to find the right group and the right spot to run it. And I, I kind of want it to be an in-person game. And I've been talking about doing that six hour, six to eight hour once a month game, um, which may as time frees up in the next uh, year, I might try to make that happen one night. That might end up being the Coriolis game because the people who have expressed interest seem to be interested in doing that there. Now, Coriolis, I got the itch for. That Cepheus Deluxe is coming out. It's already out in PDF, the new version of it. I've been looking at a lot of the Cepheus engine stuff, Cepheus Light, which is essentially a Traveler clone. So looking at a lot of the Traveler and Cepheus stuff, got an itch for that. I've also been having a big itch for some GURPS. So all this sci-fi related stuff, I'm kind of itching to get into and play. I've got tons of ideas and tons, of, and I've been writing little, doing little world building and, and adventure planning and, and whatnot in notebooks. So, <laughs> Yep, I mean, for me, I'll, also, I would like to see or play, you know, Bastion Land and then maybe some Troika in the future as well, too, getting into some of the more weird, different environments. Oh, yeah, that's one we forgot to mention. We did play a Troika uh, yeah, adventure here at the beginning of the... We played we played the beginning adventure, I think, in the book or something along that lines that I ran. Yep. So. Yeah, so, you know, definitely a lot of games that we played, but more we want to play in the future. <laughs> that's all right. I guess our just quick episode of the of the year-end recap of, of 2022 and going into 2023. We'll see what we end up getting to the table and whatnot. If you've enjoyed yep. what you've heard here today, give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter and TikTok at Logar Hale Crom. We're on Patreon. We could really use the support. Patreon.com backslash Wild and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling. Roll them for all the games you love to play. <laughs>